Keeping It Real is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just the place we bought our rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy him a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer branded clothing needs. So the next time you're in wit, stop and browse around. Mention my name, Fiona Janelle, and the name of this podcast, Keeping It Real, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood branded merch. But listen to the show first. We all know and love iconic movies. The Godfather, Star Wars, Harry Potter. But not me. I don't know shit. This is the show where I will be viewing some iconic movies for the first time, giving my two cents, and chatting with some friends about it. So grab your popcorn, take a seat. I'm your host, Fiona Janelle, and this is Keeping It Real. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Keeping It Real. Today, we will be tackling one of the most beloved and renowned movie franchises possibly ever, Star Wars. Going into Star Wars is awfully daunting to me just because of the number of movies and TV shows and spinoffs that have come from this universe, but after listening to a few people, I decided to start with episode one, The Phantom Menace. Okay, I understand that this was not the first one that came out. I get it. I'm sorry to those who think I should have started with episode four. I considered it. I truly did. However, my goal was to be able to watch one of the films without having any background and be able to be a better judge of it without seeing four, five, six, one, two, three, whatever order it goes in naturally but so i started with episode one as i talked about last episode and i am not going to dwell too hard on this i hope i do not dwell too hard on this but i'm not necessarily a sci-fi person i just haven't gotten into it ever and it's one of those things that it's such a strong community that I feel as though I'm not a part of, almost keeping me from diving into it, especially at the ripe age of 21. However, I want to be in on it. I know so many individuals that are huge Star Wars fans, and I feel as though I'd love to be able to conversate about it in the same way that I talked about Marvel movies. Star Wars is so iconic, so important to such a large group of people, especially really strong with the middle-aged generation. So I had a lot of expectations coming in. A lot of people will argue that this is the strongest movie franchise ever, and I wanted to start in on that, and I wanted to start with episode one 
and hopefully make my way through in order to be able to confirm or deny that in my humble opinion. At this point, if you watched episode one, I feel as though you know how I pay close attention to the cheesiness of sci-fi movies and the beginning of Star Wars, although iconic, and before I had seen this movie, I've been familiar with the format of the intro of Star Wars where it gives you a little background on what's going on, still makes me laugh. It's very cheesy and I feel as though just kind of the pan out and being able to see all the font and everything. Interesting. Interesting choice. Love that they committed to it. Love that it's not just in one film, but it's in more than just one, and that's pretty consistent. Due to the sheer popularity of this movie series, I am familiar with a lot of the characters. Do I know much about them at all? No. Am I able to see and recognize some of them? Yeah. One element I really enjoyed about this specific movie is that I saw the origin of some of the characters I'm somewhat able to recognize and I feel as though that's giving me a better understanding of the timeline of things. Like I know who R2-D2 is, I know who C-3PO is, and I feel as though seeing kind of the origin of those two characters, the start of their relevance to the story, was super interesting. As well as those, Jar Jar Banks. Jar Jar Binks. Who was gonna tell me about him? He's hilarious. The voice, everything about it, the CGI, truly iconic. Really caught me off guard, I'm not gonna lie to you. Who came up with that? You know what I mean? In the same way I was impressed with Stan Lee and Marvel movies, I'm just as floored with the creative thought process that must have gone behind these films. From my limited research that I did going into this, I found that this is largely from the efforts of George Lucas. Multiple different sources said that the real plot of Star Wars and the storyline behind it, it was truly created by a ghostwriter, and I also saw other things that said that its plot is taken from a different work that wasn't necessarily a space sci-fi, whatever people call it, space opera. Forgive me. Once again, as I said last episode, I literally know nothing. Just kind of giving my thoughts at this point. Which, nevertheless, with the ghostwriter, with the predisposition knowing that this plotline may or may not have derived from a different work, still immensely impressive the execution of it because the invention of a completely new futuristic universe beyond me. I just simply could never. And kudos to that. Going into it, wasn't super excited, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've tried to watch Star Wars before and multiple different efforts ended with me asleep or me easily distracted, me getting maybe 10 minutes into it. But 
I tried to go in with an open mind. I watched it with a few friends and consistently was made fun of because I clearly wasn't giving it a chance at first. However, in my defense, the opening scene, pretty cheesy. And on top of that, one other thing that continuously made me laugh throughout this movie, the transitions scene to scene, just kind of that fade out, fade in, whether it's like diagonally across the screen, moves horizontally, vertically. I thought that was hilarious just because the budget of this movie had to have been astronomical. And that was what production agreed on for their transitions. I thought that was so funny, but enough of that. I was impressed with the CGI. I know this movie only came out in 99. I was expecting way worse with the CGI just because of how this movie has very little that makes real world logistical sense. So I feel as though that they executed the CGI really well given the circumstances. Aside from that, I really enjoyed the plot. I wasn't fully sure what to expect the beginning of this universe's timeline to look like, but I was not expecting Anakin Skywalker to be the cutest little boy I've ever seen in my life. He was adorable, casted beautifully, he is so young, why did they keep putting him in such danger? I don't know why that stressed me out, but I completely did. And also Natalie Portman, beautiful, great performance. Padme revealing herself at the end to be like truly Queen Amidala. Also, I'm butchering how to say everything. I don't want to hear it. I loved that. That was an iconic moment. She's an iconic character. I kind of saw it coming. I think that's kind of the point because no way they had two people that looked that similar. You know what I mean? That was like, whatever. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan, he's like underneath Liam Neeson. Like, okay, watching this entire thing, every time I ask clarification questions, I cannot say, what is it, Keegan Jim? Keegan quick Google search, Keegan Jin. I'm just gonna call him, call him Mr. Neeson. Call him Liam Neeson. I liked his performance. I appreciated it. I think he was kind of like training Obi-Wan from what I gathered. The concept of little Anakin, Annie, I thought that nickname was adorable once again. The concept of him being a slave on this planet, so upsetting. Such a little kiddo. Why, why would they do that to him? But the race scene, where they're kind of like zooming through this scenery, he's going against what, Sebulba? To, to win his freedom? Iconic! What a little badass. I thought that was so fantastic, engaging. I'm not great with action scenes, honestly, but I was sold. Overall, I was pleasantly surprised, for real. I was surprised to see how aesthetically pleasing it was. 
as well as I was engaged. I really was expecting it to be a little beyond my understanding, which it totally is, don't get me wrong. But I feel as though I gathered enough information to be able to enjoy it without being too thrown off by the whole concept. What we've all been waiting for, now my final takeaways, my final thoughts on Star Wars Episode One. Do I think it lives up to the hype? Partially. Hate to beat a dead horse, but in the same way that I had gathered that, that Marvel movies must be more enjoyable after watching all of them, I feel the same way about Star Wars. I think that I totally understand the hype. If I were to get more in-depth about it, I was very pleasantly surprised that I was as, as engaged and as interested in the plot line. And I feel as though just from knowing outside information, I can start piecing things together. I'm very eager to keep getting into it. But now I think it's pretty important to hear from our special guest. Soren, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Soren. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, tell me more about you. Well, junior in college, play basketball for the school. What school? Hood College. Hood College. Yeah, it's a great school. It's a great mm -hmm. school. Yeah. We all big hoopas here. <clears throat> Something like that. Tell me about your interest in Star Wars. I started off at a young age. Um, my family loves Star Wars. Me and my mom always had conversations. And my family always had arguments about who has the force, who doesn't, and certain characters. Um, and I just, I think I'm the biggest Star Wars fan in my family. Really? To be frank, yeah. Beforehand, I had asked you what episode to watch, and I was planning on watching episode four because that's the first one that was released. Yeah, it was released However, in the 70s. In the 70s. But you told me to watch episode one why well i just think you should just go in chronological order so you know all the characters from the beginning and then if you watch four or five six in my opinion some of the characters get kind of spoiled so you know what's going to happen in one two and three so like explain to me how they were released and like george lucas's like deal um well it was released four five six um george lucas didn't think he was going to do like any prequels or sequels but he ended up doing the prequels, so one, two, and three. And then he didn't really have any plans for seven, eight, nine, but he sold that sold the business to Disney and they made seven, eight, nine. What one of the Star Wars movies is your favorite in the franchise? Do you have a favorite? Episode one. Episode Really? Yes. That's the my one favorite. we watched Episode One. Yes. Why? Because of Darth Maul, my favorite character. And that lightsaber fight is very cool, in my opinion. It's definitely one of the best. Mm -hmm. And you totally lied to me about... What's his name? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's... And uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Say it again? Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm. Yep, can't remember that. The goat. Goat dead. Well, yeah, but <laughs> he, was a, he was a good Jedi. So everybody talks about the Star Wars franchise being iconic, 
And I felt as though I should do this franchise just for the fact of like the magnitude that people care about this. Why do you think it's such a popular franchise? Well, I just think there's a lot of like nerds out there. I'm not saying like nerds are bad, but like you included. Oh yes, I'm included. Like I love Star Wars. Like I won't dress up for like Comic Con and that. I'm not that big of a fan. But I will like go out to the movies if it like comes back out in movie theaters, which I think episode four is coming out soon for its re-release. So you're like a super fan, but not like a mega super fan Comic-Con costume person. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Comic-Con, but I'll definitely get some like helmets. From like like clone trooper helmets or like I don't know Bounty. what that means. It's in the next movie you'll find out in episode <laughs> two you'll find out the clone troopers and everything. But I'll definitely get some like Jedi robes, clone trooper helmets, bounty hunter helmets. Okay, collectors uh, lightsabers. Lightsabers for sure, definitely, definitely. This is my next question: the lightsaber thing. What is that about? Well, each each lightsaber color represents a different like uh, trait, I guess, in Jedi. Like the red, which represents like power and like fear, pretty much, which is like what the Sith use. And then like green, I know, is like power and knowledge, or not power, but like knowledge, which is used by like Yoda. is very very wise and powerful. It's used so commonly with Jedi. Every Jedi has the Force? Yes. Does every Jedi have the Force? Yes, you have to. In order to become a Jedi or a Sith, you have to have the Force in a you. A what? Well, every, everyone has... The Sith is the people with the red lightsabers. Okay, the bad yeah, guys? Yeah, so Darth Maul. Oh. Yes, he's a Sith. And he has the Force. Yes. So... Well, everyone everyone has the Force. It's in them, but it's like how you can control it. How many midichlorines you have. How many what? Midichlorines. Which is how much force you have in your in your body, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. If you having the force warrants you getting a lightsaber, right? Is that how it works? Like if you have the force you get a lightsaber? Like if you have I like mean, if you're if you're worthy enough, like if you pass all the trials. There's trials? But, yeah. Like uh, in the first movie, like Anakin had to go to the the Jedi Master Council, mm-hmm. and like they would show like the um, like the electronic screen would be like a ship, a cup, a boat, whatever, and he would have to like say what it is without even like looking at it. He would just have to like sense it with the Force. Yeah. So there's like different trials and everything. Wow. And Anakin, he's gonna be huge, isn't he? Oh yeah. He's huge. We love him. Yes. The sweetest little guy ever. Oh, yeah. So adorable. I'm obsessed. I'm circling back to the lightsaber thing. If you have the Force, why do you need a lightsaber? Why don't they use the Force more? I feel as though I saw it's it used, but not enough. Well, it is just like the movies, because like the Force like can be used to be overpowered. But like... Because like, there's many Force powers. Like There's lightning... There's um yeah yeah there's there's a lot uh, there's like lightning you can heal people with the force you can 
influence life and death so you can stop people from dying with the force yeah and you can create life with the force like there's there's a lot of powers with with the force but like you just don't see it a lot because you have to have like a extensive knowledge of the force is that yoda's thing yes you know he's also like 900 years old 900 yeah that's pretty old. Nice, so old. Super old. So you said your favorite character, bad guy, Darth Maul. Do you have a different favorite character that's not evil? Probably Anakin or Yoda. Yoda. Once again, returning to these films are so hyped up. Everybody talks about them. Everybody's interested in them. I feel as though I'm the only person that hasn't experienced them until this evening. Do you think they live up to the hype that everybody gives them? Yes. I think a lot of people shit on them, too. Because I think a lot of people think it's really nerdy or it's just a pretty cool series to watch. I was surprised that I was as invested in it as I was watching it. Oh, It's very long, though. Are all of them two hours? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Perhaps. So you think it lives up to the hype? Are there any movies in the franchise that you think fall short of the hype? Seven, eight, nine. The Seven, most recent nine. ones. Mm. Definitely. Really? Why? Not even as good as the four, five, six, and one, two, three. Why? Because it's not like it's it's just not that as good as those ones. Because it ha- doesn't really have to do with like a. A Skywalker. Like four, five, six is Luke Skywalker, one, two, three is Anakin, and then seven, eight, nine is some bum named Ray. So A bum? Yeah. Named she's Ray. a bum. She's a bum. Yeah, she's a bum. What's her deal? She's just a bum. Like she's a scavenger. Like who's just randomly becomes a Jedi. Like, no. Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker relation is Father and son. Father and son. Are you? Did you not want to say that because it spoils it? Oh yeah, it's whatever though. It's whatever. Though. I feel You'll like I kind out. of assumed with the whole like name thing. Yeah. But there's a lot of spinoffs, spinoff shows, right? Like Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Do you like the spinoffs? All fire. They're really? all so good. Other yes. than Mandalorian, is there other ones? Clone Wars definitely the best, one of the best TV shows ever created. That's a big statement. Ever created, yes. Huge it statement. It is one of the best. Why is that? It is just the amount of knowledge that you can obtain from like all the theories that you have from the movies, they all just get answered. So many questions get answered in the Clone Wars. So many things happen. You're like, whoa, what happened here? Like, You want to investigate more. And all these shows that are coming out, it helps you answer these questions. Wow. Good to know. Good to know. So spinoffs, great. Seven, eight, nine, not great. Favorite is one. Mm-hmm. Three wow. is definitely the second best, though. Really? My second favorite. What happened with two? Two, it's just like... I mean, it's good. It's just not as good as one and three. Mm. Or okay. four, five, and six. Wow. Will it make more sense when I watch more of them? Yes. I always struggle with, like, sci-fi universes. You have to at least finish one, two, and three. 
At least. At least. Because you're just going to be like, confu- you're confused right now, aren't I... you? Like you're, you don't know what's going on. No. Yeah, exactly. Not you even have to, a little bit. You have to keep watching. Because I'm invested enough, but at the same time, I'm kind of just blindly being like, this is going to figure itself out if I watch more, right? <laughs> so I feel like that's just kind of the point I'm at. I think it was way better than I was expecting it to be. Really? Yeah, I fell asleep (laughs) trying to watch this twice. The opening credits are immensely cheesy. They're not cheesy. They're They're explaining what's going on in the galaxy. That is so cheesy. That's not cheesy at all. That's just how Star Wars is. Exactly. I'm not saying cheesy is bad. It's just the nature of sci-fi is being cheesy. If you listen to my last episode of Keeping It Real, I talk about sci-fi in relation to Avengers being cheesy in the same way Star Wars cheesy. We love it. We love the cheese, but it's undeniably cheesy. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. CGI was a lot better than I was expecting, too. Well, it was made... That first one was made in 99. Do you have any other final remarks about Star Wars movies? Do you have any fun facts? Fun facts. Darth Plagueis illustrates everything. What? What does that mean? You'll find out in episode three. (laughs) Am I going to have to make two more podcasting episodes about Star Wars? Yes. Okay. That sounds like an investment that I may be making to be determined. Good. Okay. Anything else to say, Soren? I think that's all from me. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being my second guest on Keeping It Real. Thank you for having me. This has been episode two of Keeping It Real, Star Wars. Stay tuned for episode three, where I'll be talking about goodwill hunting with none other than Connor Bross. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.